Hello and welcome to the Wicked Things podcast. Haven, the story of lightning is one of the few story series created specifically for younger listeners. This is a fast-paced story full of magic, conspiracy, fantasy, talking animals, and exploration of a primeval world that awaits the listener, we hope you enjoy. Slick found himself deep within the underbrush before realizing how far he had traveled from the giant's camp. He smiled and panted. Did you see? He couldn't even... He looked about for Striper and Slicker, wanting their approval. Slick's face slowly filled with dread as he sought his missing companions in the underbrush. Come on, guys. Quit messing around. He begged aloud. He sniffed at the air, determined to find his missing companion's scent. Slick's eye flashed open. Aha! Found ya! He followed his nose back to the giant's campsite. The air filled with many wonderful smells as he neared the giant's cook, preparing a meal. Slick's ears twitched as they quickly separated the sounds around the camp. He slipped closer to the cook's tent as he heard the muffled cries for help. He found getting by the cook easy as he focused on preparing the meal. Inside the cook's tent, he recognized both the voices and the scent of his missing friends. Someone bound them inside a burlap sack, resting on top of a small table. He jumped onto the bed, then onto the tabletop. Slicker? You in there? Slick asked the most obvious question. Who did you think was in here? Slicker responded with great sarcasm in his voice. Is Striper in there with you? He could not stop himself from asking another obvious question. Yeah, but she's musked herself real good this time and is unconscious, Slicker offered. Now, if you're done with a stupid line of questions, get us out of here, Slicker yelled. Slick chewed at the knot of twine binding the sack closed. Slick's sharp teeth made quick work of the knot. He threw open the sack and gagged, as the last of the musk scent still clung to everything inside. Bad time, bro! Slicker dragged Striper out of the sack. She gonna be okay? Slick poked at Striper's belly. She rolled to her side and took a deep, cleansing breath of fresh air. Slicker laughed. Looks like she'll be fine. Time to go! The trio nodded to each other and snuck out of the tent. They could hear a giant calling out to the others. The cook left his position and moved towards the leader of their party. Striper paused the team. We should look into whatever's going on. The unicorns have to know what's happening here. The twins agreed as the team moved into the underbrush and circled the camp. The trio found their way to the growing cacophony of sounds on the far side of the giant's camp. The sound reached a crescendo of piercing unicorn-like whinnies. The worry for the animals crying out forced them to quicken their pace. They stopped at the edge of a massive corral full of huge and powerful-looking stallions. Open the gates. There are spies about. I can smell them. 
bellowed the largest of the stallions. Ready yourselves, the enemy surrounds us, he continued. The men ran about, trying to restrain the massive stallions. They pushed back against the wooden corral to keep them inside, but the men lacked the strength and power of the stallions. Striper, Slick, and Slicker realized the humans could not understand the language of the animals. If they had, they would have released the stallions to hunt down their team. These are not like the horses here, Striper puzzled out loud. All but the one is as big as any of the unicorns, but that one giving orders is larger than any unicorn I've ever seen, Slicker announced. We need to run away, Slicker yelled as he turned tail and ran into the forest. Striper and Slicker bound into the woods. You two go warn Lightning and tell Keeper what we found, Striper told Slicker. Okay, you warn the rest of the island before they turn those monsters loose on us all, Slicker replied. They nodded in understanding, and each leaving to handle their agreed-upon task. The twins rushed into the marsh beyond the forest in search of their friend. They moved faster than they ever had previously, with a purposeful need to reach their destination before dawn. However, even with all the drama building around them, they pushed their shiny balls along with them. They passed beyond the marshes and arrived on the outskirts of the swamp. Wait, do you smell that? Slicker called out. He jumped aside as flashing bare teeth snapped to the ground where he'd just been standing. Slicker yelled out, Slick, what the... The twins found their way quickly, back to back, as they had done hundreds of times before. Fear rose to fill their faces as they recognized their attackers. Blocking their passage was a pack of wolves, known to be loyal soldiers of shadow. Well, 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 will you look at that? The lead wolf smiled through his massive teeth. The brat's friends, the brown-black beta wolf added. The twins shook in fear at the massive predators surrounding them. The wolf circled closer as the trio found themselves back to back. What do we do? Slicker asked Striper. Follow my lead, Striper yelled, releasing a foul, concentrated blast from her stink gland. The twins stood in shock watching the wolves' naturally heightened senses force the pack to gag and vomit. Run! Striper yelled. The trio took flight towards their last understanding of Keeper's Cave. The wolves recovered from Striper's attack and sped off to find their prey. How the heck are we going to find them in this fog? I can't smell anything! The beta wolf called out. Spread out and find them! Shadow will reward us with younger, more succulent animals to eat if we bring them all back, the alpha wolf demanded. Striper and the twins took hollow reeds to breathe through. Then they dove into the brackish water to move unseen by the wolves. Under the water, Striper directed them towards Keeper's den. The wolves spread out, as the alpha ordered. 
But the alpha is a fierce and cunning animal. He waited and watched for any signs of the trio. It was then he noticed the three reeds sticking out of the water. He smiled, seeing them slowly moving away from the wolves. The wolf alpha followed the trio along the shore and out of sight. Striper slowly raised her head from the water, covered by a lily pad she had found along the way. She searched for anyone following them, but found nothing within sight. The twins slowly rose from the water to help search. Okay, looks like they passed. Let's go, Striper said to the twins. In an instant, they were all back on the firmer ground and rushing to their allies. The alpha wolf smiled and followed out of sight. He stayed downwind, as not to let them catch his scent. This'll be fun, he grinned devilishly. After many miles of trudging through the swamp, the trio spotted their destination. At last, Slick yelled, finding renewed vigor as he sprinted towards the cave. Striper and Slicker shared a smile, seeing safety was mere yards away. Striper and Slicker ran to catch up with Slick. Striper ran faster than Slicker and left him behind. Come on, Slowpoke, she grinned as she reached Slick's side before Slicker. Striper struggled to catch her breath. A friendly paw fell to her shoulder, drawing her attention. She looked up to see Slick gasping, with wide eyes and horror in his every expression. She turned back in the direction they had come from to see Slicker being shaken like a rag doll in the wicked jaws of the alpha wolf. The vile wolf stopped shaking the limp body of Slicker and glared at Striper and Slick. He smiled, allowing blood to spill from his mouth. So, this must be where lightning is hiding. His eyes narrowed as he spat Slicker onto the ground. Striper and Slick recoiled from the ghastly actions of the wolf. Get help! I'll keep him distracted, Striper ordered Slick. He reluctantly ducked inside to find Keeper and Lightning. The alpha wolf howled in laughter, striding closer to Striper. She hoisted her tail and took careful aim at the massive wolf. Don't you come any closer. I'll spray you. I swear. I should really let you know. I lost my sense of smell long ago. The alpha wolf wrinkled his nose. But I have a great sense of taste. The great wolf licked away the saliva building on his muzzle. His eyes narrowed, focusing on Striper, nervously shaking before him. The alpha wolf's talons dug deep into the earth below him, with each powerful step towards his terrified prey. He loved the sensation of his claws rending the earth. It reminded him of tearing flesh from his prey with them. The euphoric sensation made his eye nearly roll to the back of his head with each looming step. The only thing he enjoyed more was his teeth ripping the flesh free, followed by the taste and feel of the meat sliding down his throat. 
It was a visceral enjoyment of ending a life to this monster of paradise. He pounced at her, jaws wide and head swinging from side to side to catch his prey. She sidestepped his movement and rolled just beneath the ever-present low fog of the swamp floor. She knew it was the only way to stay out of his jaws. She stayed low as the monstrous wolf leapt about, snapping his jaws at the fog below him. She was careful to avoid the areas he landed on. Come out, you coward! The beast roared. Striper was no fool and had been in her share of scraps before. She understood the best chance of survival until help arrives was to maneuver herself in a way as best to blast the beast in the mouth with her musk. This, she knew, would drive him away, or at least stun the dire wolf. Striper watched as the beast's rage grew and his movements became more erratic. I'll have to take the hit to getting close enough to musk him, filled her every thought. The alpha wolf roared and lunged at every swirl of movement in the fog. He was sure with each of his pounces he had found her, but each miss only plunged him deeper into his murderous rage. Suddenly, he spotted the tip of her tail sticking out of the fog. A fiendish smile filled his face as he bared his fangs. He flew with his murderous jaws slung wide open and ready to crush his prey. From high above, he came crashing down on top of Striper. However, before his jaws closed on her hip, she smiled and released a concentrated stream of viscous, foul-smelling fluid. She was right on target, directly into the mouth of the beast, but his powerful jaws crashed closed on her hip with a resounding crack. The alpha wolf spat her out and thrashed about, trying to get rid of the foul taste. His heightened senses would not make this an easy task. She had turned his advantage into a flaw. Striper moaned and crawled across the swamp floor, trying to reach the cave. Tears filled her eyes with each movement. She could feel nothing below where the monster had clamped down upon her. She painfully knew her ability to walk was taken from her. But if it saved her allies, she would gladly bear the burden a thousand times over. Wasn't that terrific? I can hardly wait for the next episode. This is the Wicked Things Podcast signing off. Until next time, goodbye.